Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Daily Bailey podcast, bringing you your daily dose of tennis today. I'm sitting down with Matt Lord, a local legend in Connecticut, known for his character and tennis talent. He was ranked the number six recruit in the country and finished his high school career at Kingswood Oxford School in West Hartford, Connecticut, with a 103-3 record, basically an undefeated career. Matt then went on to play at the University of Virginia, a program that is consistently ranked in the top five in the country. And there, he was named an ITA Scholar-Athlete. As a tennis player, I'm super excited to talk tennis today. So without further ado, welcome, Matt. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, I'm super excited to have you. So let's dive right in. I know you come from a very successful tennis family. So how did you first get into tennis? Um, I was about five years old, and um, at, growing up, we played all different kinds of sports. I was playing basketball, uh, tennis, football, um, soccer, swimming. Like I was doing everything. Um, and I think I, around like ten years old, and I think I got really serious with tennis. My coach, um, he saw something good within all three of us, and we decided to you know stick with it just because we were. We're, you know, pretty good at the sport. Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I always kind of felt different than my tennis teammates because everyone usually plays it year-round and they don't really play, like, another sport. So how do you feel like your cross-training helped you and your tennis game? I mean, I feel like with tennis, uh, people just play tennis their whole lives. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, kind of sad, honestly, <laughs> just because you have this one perspective your whole life. Um, you're doing, you know, you, you don't have any teammates that you, that you can talk to or whatever. So it's, I mean, tennis is a very lonely game. You buy yourself out there. You only have yourself and, you know, the other guy across the court. Yeah. Um, so I think playing other sports really helped me just, like, know that tennis is a great sport, but, you know, there's other great sports out there. If I decide to want to change or just have a better outlook on social life, really, yeah, yeah, definitely. And tennis is such an individual sport, but it's also such an emotional sport. And I feel like mental toughness is key to success. So how did your upbringing and your early years in tennis shape the way you manage your emotions on court? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's interesting because I feel like growing up, um, my parents really taught us uh, discipline. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of helped us throughout our life. Um, I mean, tennis is a hard game mentally, and I feel like it's the ones who push us that would, you know, get us a good mindset with things, and uh, I'm not even sure how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, I feel like for, for me at least, I you know, grew up, you know, in the early years of tennis. And my dad was always like, you're never going to slam a racket. Like that's, you always respect your equipment. And, you know, we yeah. see, we see players like Nadal, you know, on the, on the pro, you know, circuit, he never smashes his racket, but we see other players are very, very emotional on court and they, they show their emotions. So do you feel like you ever lose your cool on court or are you a pretty, oh, yeah. you do? <laughs> there's, um, there's a video on Twitter somewhere of me smashing a racket after I lost in college. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So it, it's not there somewhere. I think I had it on my phone. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, like, usually what you're not supposed to do. And, like, um, I think after that, I'd never race, like,
but um, I think you have to learn from your mistakes and just go from there or else, you know, you're going to grow as a person. So Exactly. What kind of drove you to that point of slamming your racket? <laughs> I, mean, I was, you know, I was, it was hot. Uh, <laughs> the heat was getting to you. <laughs> the heat was getting to me. You know, I was, you know, had a bad day. Lost two and two pretty badly. And I thought I was playing fine. And, you know, at the end, I just, like, got destroyed. And I said, you know, screw it. I'm just going to break this racket. <laughs> <laughs> what? Might, might as well. It's all going downhill. We're going for it. Exactly. <laughs> so you had such a successful high school career, and then you chose UVA. Why did, what made you choose UVA? I mean, UVA is like, I'm not going to be biased, but I am biased. It, it's the best school in the country mm-hmm. when it comes down to the tennis program and just the school itself. It's beautiful. Um, people there are amazing. Um, I think before going there, there was like um, the white supremacists going on with um, the protests and everything. So, I mean, before I was kind of like nervous. Yeah. And um, I think going down there like changed my opinion about everything because people aren't like that down there. It's very, everyone's very welcoming. Um, I mean, so it was between UVA and Wake Forest. And I chose UVA just because. Honestly, the main reason just because the school is bigger, mm-hmm. like there's more students there, and like I went to you know KO, a uh, pretty small school, and I wanted to diversify what I knew and who I don't know. Um, so that was like honestly the, the main factor, and plus the team was the best in the country, it still is. I mean, uh, they just won last championship, so they're still the best. So yeah, I think I chose the right decision. That's incredible. I love, I loved watching, you know, the, the highlights from the men um, who just won this year. Um, I'm really curious to learn about your experience going from, obviously you mentioned at the beginning, tennis is such an individual sport. How was that transition going from just you on the court to playing next to, you know, your teammates and having to pump them up while also pumping yourself up and playing? I mean, I loved it. It was, it was like one of the best times of my life, just playing against, and you know, playing with, um, your teammates right next to you and you know they turn you on they, they generally just want you to win mm-hmm. and you know I, I want them to win too like we created such a close like brotherhood and bond between the guys and it was deeper than just tennis so it was like we actually care about the person first before anything mm-hmm. um, which is pretty special so I mean like I think it goes with them um, you know the coaching staff they really um, talked about culture a lot mm-hmm. and I think that was the main key of you know, why they're so good still is the, the culture aspect you know like these guys are brothers these guys don't really get into any arguments um, it, you know they write for each other they die for each other it's, it's just a great great uh, team to be around Right. And you were all very, very successful doing it. I mean, you all, you personally had a winning singles record during your, all your four years as a Cavalier. What do you attribute that success to? Um, I mean, a lot of it is myself. <laughs> Not going to lie. A lot of it is me just, you know, working hard because it, it is really tough to be a student athlete at any college, especially mm-hmm. VA. Um, so a lot of hard work, a lot of belief from teammates, um, coaching and stuff and just wanting to win I think um, everyone's very competitive and I, I, I hate losing that's like I hate losing so I think just the drive to want to win mm-hmm. would make me you know try to play better 
Yeah. And, and you mentioned that it's hard being a collegiate athlete and we're seeing like in the media, um, players like Naomi Osaka withdrawing from competition, citing, you know, mental health. Have you ever had to push through mental health struggles or, you know, with that balance of being a student athlete and having to, you know, play under those conditions? I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone, you know, goes through some shit. Um, like, I mean, there's stuff that went on and you just have to just say, all right, um, let's play some tennis and tennis was used as an escape for me, I think, more than anything. Like, if I had a bad day, you know, I, I had practice later, I would be mm-hmm. like, you know, at least, you know, get two hours out of your day, just focus on something else besides what's going on outside your life. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think every tennis player knows that it's it's going to be hard, especially mentally when you want to, when you want to compete. Um, but it's... I think those things like differentiates the people who are good and people who aren't that good. Exactly. I always say like, like sports and like fitness and everything like that could be such a great athlete, uh, outlet that could be like your therapy. So I feel like, um, I really resonate with that. So after graduating and no longer being a collegiate athlete, how has that transition to the real world been? I mean, it's, it was weird because I think all throughout college, I, had a mindset of I'm ready for the real world. Like I'm, you know, I, I think I was, I wasn't ready to graduate. Like I, I loved college, but I was excited to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the transition period was pretty tough after college because you don't have everyone around you. You don't have your best friends right next to you or whatever. So it took, it took a little bit, but I think now it's like, we're, like I'm happy I'm out of college to be honest. Um, just because it was really hard and also really fun but I think now there's more important things to worry about like myself Uh, yeah yeah and as tennis as an individual sport I'm sure you know you you were prepared to enter the world kind of by yourself because you had you were on court by yourself for most of your life right exactly exactly just you know it's like like a very lonely sport and Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lonely road out there unless, you know, you find your people. And I think tennis really helped me out through that. And I know UVA has like a separate dining hall for athletes and, you know, you guys get scooters to travel around campus. <laughs> so did you kind of have like a culture shock? Like, oh, I'm not on this like student athlete pedestal anymore when you entered, you know, the quote, the real world. I mean, a lot of things I took for granted, to be honest, because um, I do understand the luxuries of, having a medical staff, you know, things, I thought they're right when you need them. Um, Cause I don't have to go to like all care and find this shit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a bit of a difference, but I think I now appreciate it more just because I realized how much they did give us. And um, yeah, yeah, always appreciate that. So how have you changed the ways you take care of your mental health or mental well-being, I guess, um, since being a collegiate athlete to now in the workplace? I think one of the things that helped me the most was getting rid of social media. So I still have the accounts, but I don't have it on my phone. I don't have like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I only have Snapchat, Snapchat my friends, but I think that really changed everything, honestly. Like, yeah just because I don't have to worry about everyone else and so worry about myself. And that, that was one of the best decisions I ever made. Yeah. 
No, I totally agree. Sometimes I'll like leave the house and just leave my phone at, at the house. And I feel so disconnected from the world, but it's such a refreshing disconnection. I'm like, I don't need to hear the buzzing and the, yeah, exactly. Imagine having that like all the time. It's just like so free. I know I might have to take you up on that. I might have to do that. <laughs> so I want to finish with a really quick game. It's called the seven Zens. And you're going to answer seven questions just to find out how you remain Zen and kind of stay at peace. Okay. So the first one is it's kind of rapid fire. Hope you're ready. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you do when you feel extremely overwhelmed or anxious? Sleep. Sleep. After a long day or wor- long work day, actually now in the real world, <laughs> what is something you do to feel more zen? Uh, I work out. I think that's the best thing to do after you feel stressed is to go on and run, go to the gym, you know, sweat it out. Gotcha. What's something you watch or listen to that makes you feel zen? Ooh, watch. Um, I don't really watch that many TV. I, I, basketball? I, I love watching the NBA. Um, YouTube videos, some YouTube videos that they you know, they educate me. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <pretty much> it. <laughs> What's your favorite um, basketball team right now? Lakers. I mean, even though they suck. <laughs> okay. Uh, what smell makes you feel the most zen? What? What? What smell makes you feel the most zen? Um, the smell of Jamaican food when I'm home. Yeah. Always home cooking, home cooked meal after college is the best. Uh, When faced with adversity, what's the first thing you do? Um, Take the challenge right on. I think that's what you know. Sports has taught me throughout my whole life is take adversity and just. I think what I think Andres, um, my coach at UVA, said like adversity is like an opportunity or something. Adversity is something like that. It's an opportunity or. it's, it's a good thing. Like, yeah. like whenever you're faced with diversity, that means you're doing something right. Unless it's like something outside your, your, you know, your control. But yeah, you face it, you know, head on and just take it. Yeah. I'm sure tennis, you know, tennis really translates to, translates to the real world. So I'm sure, you know, that, that adversity on the, on court can translate to off the court as well. Um, Absolutely. how do you prepare yourself in the morning to enter the day with a good mindset? Oh, um, preparation. I think uh, even with tennis, like, say with tennis, uh, before a match, you know, want to prepare, you want to stretch, you want to get your body right, you want to get good sleep, you want to, um, you know, eat the right foods. And I think that's the same thing goes before I go to work every morning was, you know, make sure I get enough sleep, make sure I'm ready to put on my clothes or even take a shower or whatever. Just get yourself ready for the day, prepare yourself, and then that's the best way you could um, – Go about your day. That's that's a good start for a day, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Final question: When do you feel most at peace with yourself? When I'm alone. I, I love being alone in my own thoughts, and I think that's alone in nature. I think you know, going outside and just you know walking around. And um, I live in DC now, so uh, DC is like beautiful, and I love going on walks. Um, just. Yeah, I think that's the most peaceful. I think we that Yeah, nothing more peach, more peaceful than nature, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm so happy we got to talk today, Matt. Um, you're not on social media, so I'm not going to ask where people can find you. Uh, but I wish you the best. I think you still add me. I'm not going to follow that. Oh, yeah, you want to plug your, <laughs> you plug your Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
Instagram here, Matlow24. Okay. All right. You guys know where to find it. Well, thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate you coming on and good luck with the rest of your, your career. Awesome. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to your daily dose of Bailey today. I really enjoyed talking with Matt today, and you all know how much I love tennis. It's such a lifelong sport, and I think that there are a lot of parallels between tennis and life, so I'm really happy that we got to touch on that today. And I'd just like to say that tennis is a sport near and dear to my heart. You know, my grandmother and my dad and my uncle, they're, they're all big tennis players. And tennis has taught me so much about being a strong competitor, but also it taught me a lot about accountability, especially as an athlete. And as Matt said, you know, you're, you're alone out there. You're, you're a lone wolf out there on the court. So it's, it's all on you. And I cannot wait to share with you guys what's to come. We have a lot to look forward to. And I will see you guys next time on The Daily Bailey.